I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. It's been nearly 90 years since Claude Rains took off those bandages in The Invisible Man and gave new meaning to the concept of losing face. Now the story has been repurposed in a feminist version that you could call The Invisible Man versus The Indomitable Woman. This latest iteration focuses on a visible, vulnerable female. Her name is Cecilia, and she's played by Elizabeth Moss. She's trapped in an abusive relationship with Adrian, a brilliant scientist specializing in optics. When she flees his bed and really elegant board in the dead of night, he either commits suicide, that's what the news reports say, or he uses his high-tech chops to become a stealth stalker slash slasher who is bent on revenge. In other words, the movie becomes another mutation of the turn of the screw, with a heroine who's either beset by a man she can't see or a victim of her own delusions. Lee Winnell's film is ingenious, frequently scary, and a tour de force for Elizabeth Moss. It's also purposeful to a fault as a fable for the Me Too era. Cecilia's evolution from abject terror to fearless power is satisfying and admirable, but the pace is terribly slow, with an arc that's predictable at almost every step of the perilous way. Special effects that dazzled audiences in 1933 aren't dazzling today, so the film concentrates on being frightening. It's set in the Bay Area, which is picturesque as always, and its running time is 124 minutes, which is a real problem. Elizabeth Moss brings impressive resources to her role, but there are only so many variations an actor can play on the theme of being scared to death— And that's how the script portrays Cecilia for much too long. When she finally begins to change from passive victim to active combatant, the story gathers momentum and dramatic force. And change she must because Adrian is more than a stalker. A gaslighter in a time of LEDs, he alters Cecilia's reality with hacks and thefts and with what she suspects to be fake news about his suicide— to the point that she doubts her own sanity. An obsessive-compulsive brute with a fondness for gleaming knives, he creates steady-state mayhem until everyone who loves her and has tried to protect her concludes she's nutty. The script has its share of holes unrelated to invisibility and more than its share of people being punched, kicked, strangled, shot, or slashed by the unseen villain. Still, the scariness quotient stays high to the end, the plot is sufficiently twisty, and it's not just satisfying but gratifying to watch Cecilia prevail against monstrosity without becoming a monster herself. As to how it all works out, let's just say that the right person gets the last slash. I'm Joe Morgenstern. I'll be back on KCRW next week with more reviews.